0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun.
2: Today's going to be a good show, but it's not going to be anywhere near as good as what we got coming up tomorrow. Welcome into Gwyn and Chris, everybody. (laughs) 201 is the time. Chris L.O., Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. enjoying a little vacation time and we have a couple of hours to hang out with you ahead of Thursday night football. And uh, I was thinking about this today, Scraby. Probably the uh, most unhappy guy on the planet right now, Al Michaels. Oh, yes. I signed was thinking about that, this, too. Signed up for that Thursday night football package. They gave him millions and millions of dollars to sit next to Kirk Herb Street
3: and also watch terrible football games. And get to comment on what he's watching and call it terrible from the booth which Yes, I, I he appreciate.
2: already he already uh, said earlier this year that uh, some of the games they were doing were just completely yawners and boring. What was it? He had back-to-back games without they, a touchdown yeah. or something like that. And tonight he's got the Atlanta Falcons fighting for the division lead at 4 and 5 and the Carolina Panthers fighting to stay off the uh, NFL's worst record. They are 2 and 7. That will be the Thursday night matchup this evening. Hurry home. So that you have plenty of time to figure out how to work the Amazon Prime We're video. We're back to this. You'd hate to miss the opening kickoff of this game. Or better yet, don't hurry home. Get a little extra work done tonight and listen to no the game to right here on 97 oh, well, Three, The that, Fan. Yes,
3: they do. But no so, one
2: wants to work extra. Sometimes you do want to work a little extra. Actually, Scraby, there's our, there, yes, I know that you will find this hard to believe. But actually, some people like to get a little extra work done.
3: So that you get ahead. That's impossible.
2: No, it's a nice thing to do. It's a nice feeling. I I you get a little extra work done ahead of the weekend, ahead of your Friday. Maybe make your day easier
3: tomorrow. Work a little later tonight. You know, in college I always found I did my best work when I waited until like maybe The last minute. W- the last night before something yeah, was due. I
2: was much better on deadline than I was with plenty of time to think about it. And you know, that carried over into my uh, into my brief but stellar career as a <laughs> sports writer, um, yeah, it wasn't stellar. Because if it was what? stellar, I'd still be sports writing no? along with the guys we have on the show all the time that are still
3: good enough to be sports writer, like Scott Miller and Kirk Kenny. But um, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Would you rather be a sports writer than a talk show host? I don't know that I'd rather be
2: a sports talk uh, sports writer than a talk show host. I just probably would have still been a sports writer. Had I been better at it. I mean that's what I started doing. But didn't you get into and radio? If, well, I did after my sports writing career kinda of fizzled out. Ah,
3: okay, okay. You
2: know what I'm saying? Yes, I mean now if, I know. if I would have been hired, let's say, by Sports Illustrated, you know, twenty years ago or something to be a you know, a regular feature writer, I'd probably still be writing sports. Hmm. But, you know, that didn't really happen and the sports writing world kind of fizzled out because all of the newspapers went away. And so yeah, that's when I got into what? radio. What? So that's that it's kind of worked itself out. But like I'm what I'm saying is that um uh you know, if it wasn't for if I was Scott Miller, like who was just a great right Scott Scott Miller and I were the exact same thing. We both covered high school football and basketball for the for the newspaper here in San Diego. Scott Miller was really good though. He advanced <laughs> What and makes now he someone for the good New York Times.
3: What makes someone good oh, better, I don't know. better the, at sports writing? I
2: don't know. It's like asking what makes a talk show host better than somebody else, I, I guess, you know. The the ability to to write and entertain. Yeah, um, that's true. You know, but I one thing that I thought I was well, I was actually pretty good at when I was a sports writer was writing on deadline. When I only had about 40 minutes to do an entire game story. <laughs> uh, I was pretty good at that. And, uh, you know, I seem to be able to relax and uh, and, and and make it work. And, uh, you know, it's funny because that's what you just talked about. As schoolwork, I was the same way. If you gave me 15 days to do a project, I, I couldn't get going. You no know, way. It's like, oh, you have all this time. No,
3: I'll really only have two hours at the very end because that's what I'll wait until yeah. I start doing this project anyway. I only did one project in my life early and I got extra credit, and that's the only reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, with me,
2: every now and again, I would get ahead. I would start work on a project. Yeah, yeah. And then that would be, and then again, I'd wait to the last minute to finish it.
3: I would, yeah, I'd you the same thing. If
2: if my project in school was due on Friday, I never finished it on Monday. No. You know, oh, hey, I'm all done. Completely done. What's that like? Yeah, I don't have any idea what that would be like. But, you know, I'm assuming there are some people out there that do like to get a little work done ahead of time. I'm not one of those. Uh, If you are one of those, you can listen to the football game right here on (laughs) 97.3, the fan tonight, rather than listen to Al Michaels complain about what a terrible NFL game he has to announce this evening. Uh, I referred to tomorrow's show because tomorrow I'll be off. And uh, Tony's already on vacation. Oh, is he ever? So, yeah, he is He is deep into vacation. <laughs> yeah. We tried to get in touch with him uh, today for our NFL Pick'Em segment. Uh, did not hear back from Tony Gwynn well, No, we did so, not. Uh, we'll have to make do uh, a little bit later for our Pick'Em segment. But, yeah, no, Tony, he deserves to be away, and he is away. But uh, tomorrow I'll be away also. So tomorrow's show will consist of Matt Scraby and – the great one, the Sammy great one, Lev.
3: Sammy Lev will be on the show tomorrow with Matt Scraby. I got to find out what Sammy Lev's been up to since the season ended. I haven't no heard kidding, much man. from No kidding, man. I get a little
2: worried about Sammy Lev. You
3: get worried about yeah, him. Yeah, she didn't have a game to to you know to deal with. For you the know, last actually, two and a half weeks. I believe he was at the Aztecs press conference the other day. Was he?
2: Yeah. All right. Well, I'm. You know. Yeah. Definitely going to be. Good to have Sammy Lev uh, come on in here tomorrow and mm-hmm. uh, fill in and work with you because I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I once the season ended, that was pretty much my first thought. What's Sammy Lev going to do now? So <laughs> I did have that thought, too. You'll be able to answer that question yeah, tomorrow. we'll tell everybody uh, he about He will it. be on the program with you. And uh, Maddie DeLeo will be uh, running the board yes. tomorrow. So it's going to be quite the triumphant tomorrow, <laughs> the threesome. Uh, looking forward to that show tomorrow Yeah, afternoon. it'll be fun. But uh, we have some fun stuff coming up for you today. Uh, in the next half hour, we're going to get into this. Uh, Scraby had the idea to try and do this. I need to work on it a little bit, but... Lucky me, I don't have much time to work on it, so it's a deadline situation, so I had to be good at it. It's going to be the way-too-early projected Padres opening day lineup. Yes. We're each going to put together our projected opening day lineup as of... November 10th, (laughs) four months before the season actually starts.
3: With no answers to anything. We have no
2: idea who they're going to get in free agency, who they're going to lose in free agency, who's coming, who's going, where anybody's going to be playing we are going to take our best shot and try to put together a Padres starting opening day lineup. So, Send
3: me uh, yours so we have something to talk about. At Matt Scraby on Twitter. If you want to give me your lineup, give Chris and I your lineup, we'll talk about it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. If you want to It can be as new- crazy as you want. Well, you can – I mean, yes, you could put Aaron Judge in right field and move okay, Juan be, Soto be to realistic. left. Okay, be realistic. You can put uh, Trey Turner at shortstop, Fernando Tatis Jr. And Well, you can't put Fernando in because no. he's not nope. going to be in the opening day lineup. You're right. But, uh, yeah, there's there's all kinds of different things you can do. Uh, Jacob deGrom can be your opening day starting oh, pitcher there you go. if you want to. So there you go. So, uh, yeah, put together your way-too-early projected Padres opening day lineup – Send them into Scraby. It's at Matt Scraby, and uh, we'll go through some of yours. We'll have some of ours coming up as well. We have a Daily Gambit, Big Five, coming up in the 3 o'clock hour. Chris versus the fans, and then uh, I guess Scraby and Chris, NFL pick them, unless we hear from I'm Tony looking, I do, I between doubt now in the I, next couple of hours. I really
3: highly doubt that, but I am looking forward to stepping in. This will be the first time I've ever actually played this game.
2: Yeah, it is, and it couldn't come at a better time because uh, Tony is trailing now by 24 points. What if I make some roaring comeback? Yes, maybe you'll make a roaring comeback for him. Uh, You can uh, do his picks today. I know that he's going to be aware that you're doing his picks, but... uh, (laughs) He's
3: going to find out. He's going to
2: find out one way or the other. I mean, look, he had his opportunity. I mean, we, 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 we sent him all the information, but... He's choosing to enjoy his vacation. What's the matter with the guy? Yeah, come on. Who who's he think he is I don't enjoying know. his vacation like that? Uh, at some point during the show, we'll also uh, give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to this Saturday's Aztecs football game against San Jose State. Uh, we had a nice discussion on the program yesterday about what ails San Diego State football and uh, why more people don't go to games. I think we came up with quite a few good possible answers yeah. as to why that is i got a couple more in my dms too did you okay well we can go over those uh make sure you grab your tickets to saturday night's game at go Aztec aztecs spartans seven thirty saturday night we'll have two tickets to give away a little bit later in the program so uh what else is new with you with, uh, uh, with me with, yeah with tony out of town and uh, getting ready for your big show with sammy lev tomorrow
3: what have you been doing Uh well you know I like we talked about yesterday I've been waking up very early because of the dog. What time you get up this morning? Uh five a.m. Five a.m. Yeah you can beat me. I know I saw your text message
2: compared to usual. Yeah Yeah. it
3: was uh, it was a lot it's been a lot but I'm becoming like a a really I'm becoming a morning guy. I get up I get stuff done a little bit earlier and then I get to work out and all that stuff so work out. Uh, yes, I get on the stationary bike sometimes, and then other times I jog. By the way, are you uh, speaking of jogging? Oh, are you one of those
2: people that takes their dog for a jog? If that does uh, that does rhyme? By yes, the way. dog, dog for a jog. Yes, are you one of those who takes your dog
3: for a jog? He's not quite ready to do that yet, but yes, it will eventually be that way. He 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 he's walking so much better again. Oh my gosh, Chris, it just hit me. I forgot to tell you. The neighborhood pooper is back. What? Yes. I thought it was all taken care of. Tell everybody who the neighborhood pooper is. It was this person that was leaving their dog's stuff on our property, Yes. and it it just kept happening. And it was like they were trolling me, because every time I talked about it on the radio, there would be a new present for me the next day. I felt like I caught them. But apparently not, Chris, because I came outside today and it was all over the lawn again. Uh
2: Uh-oh. That's dangerous. That
3: that is dangerous. Anyway, uh, dog and the jog. I think the dog will do better at jogging than I will, so maybe he will push me. Well, I have a little quick note for you. Please.
2: Do not, (laughs) under any circumstances, take your dog for a jog why i am not a veterinarian but i can tell you that dogs are made for short distant bursts okay dogs are not made to run a mile and a half uh, well, they were not he's not together- running a mile and a half with even, me even 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 a block and a half really yes dogs should not go jogging interesting i think this is something that needs to we need to curb this in our society i see people out jogging with their dogs all the time Jo- the dog can't tell the person no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> but dogs are built for short bursts. I can bursts. see that. Yeah, maybe we can get a veterinarian to you know confirm this. Chime in Scraby. on this, but I don't. Yeah, at Matt Scraby, or if you even you know, just call me or call the program. Yeah, call but Chris. Give him your cell I, phone I, number. You're not supposed to jog a dog. <laughs> I it, it, it's it, something I see all the time, and I and I, and I cringe. Every time I see it, because I'm assuming a lot of these people are running two miles, you know. Or, most, more, or more. Or more. And your your dog is not built to do that, from what, I, from what I've been told. I, I, I'm not a, like I said, I'm not a veterinarian. Maybe it's one of those wives' tales or something. But I've been told, don't jog your dog. They don't like it. They're not built for that. They don't have the air capacity in their lungs and all that stuff to run three miles. But they will if you make them Yeah, my But quick... it's not necessarily supposed to be good for your dog to take it for a jog. <laughs> I love how you All right, So let's stop saying that. I I, I keep I'm looking. I'm looking, Are you looking this up I'm to looking see this if there up. might be any truth to what I'm saying here? There
3: is. It depends on the breed number 1 because okay. some breeds can run better than other breeds. Like you don't want a French bulldog running around <laughs> or a pug <laughs> running around or a yorkie yeah, a pug running with around. the little tiny legs. But they say Come on, you. They say dogs like my dog Your dog can do it? A husky, he's built for running. He's built for it. He's built to be. Huskies are made for uh, sledding up in Alaska. Oh, that's
2: true. The Iditarod. They run a long way, don't they?
3: They do. But I get what you're saying. And sometimes I do see dogs that are being jogged. And it, it, they do look like they're struggling, and I feel bad for the dog. It almost makes me want to pull over yeah. and say, "Hey, man, you should stop." You running just brought with your up a good point, dog. though.
2: I mean, a husky ought to be able to run a long way. I yeah, mean, they do the Iditarod for heaven's La- sake. So what am I talking can, about?
3: Labradors can do it. Um, golden retrievers can do it, but you just you you have to know your dog. All right. So apparently, it has to do with the uh, the, the breed. breed of dog. In
2: terms of taking the dog. stop saying saying that (laughs) all right so uh anyway uh just be careful with lucky out there oh i will when you start running the dog up and down the neighborhood there i will try uh, all right i just I'm, i'm concerned about the dog although like you said you're not exactly running how
3: far do you go a mile? Ten feet, and then I stop, Ten feet, and then I start again.
2: You run you run, you run, run 50 yards, and you stop for a cigarette break?
3: <laughs> yes. No, <laughs> we've talked about this before. I'm like an 11-and-a-half, uh, like an 12-minute mile. That's not bad. That's not that bad. It's not good. But it, it's a pace that I think he could keep up with for at least one mile. I would think so. And by the way, Chris, since we're talking about the dog, I told everyone yesterday it was a husky and German shepherd. Yeah. I got my DNA back today, and it is indeed a husky and a German shepherd. But it's mostly husky, then golden retriever, and then German shepherd. Okay, just set that straight. order correct. Yeah. All
2: right, show is underway for a um, Thursday. If you're wondering <laughs> yeah. why aren't you guys talking about the sports headlines of the day? There really are none. There really truly are none. It is a quiet day in sports. So uh, when we come back, though, we will talk about what ails the Lakers, what a mess they look like again last night. And LeBron James, who's going to retire first? Who's going to quit on their sport first?
1: Ooh, this LeBron is LeBron James. Wow.
2: Or Tom Brady. This is a topic right up my alley. Both of them look like they're about ready to just step right out. They're playing that way. We I don't know who to say. It. Yeah, well, we'll, uh, we'll kick it around a little bit when we return. Gwen and Chris underway for a Thursday. 217
0: The Time, coming right back in just a second. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
1: Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.
2: Right, I was working on my way too early projected Padres opening day lineup. I'll tell you one thing. I'm being very hopeful, <laughs> very hopeful, <laughs> and I'm spending a bunch of Peter Seidler's money too. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what we come up with. Way too early projected Padres opening day lineup. If you'd like us to. Uh, Go through yours, uh, send it into Scraby. I've got Matt Scraby. We've got a couple already. Uh, Gwen and Chris program, Chris L.O., Matt Scraby together here at uh, 223 on a Thursday afternoon. Uh, LeBron James, 30 points last night, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. But after 32 minutes of action, the greatest basketball player of our generation just had enough.
3: I mean, it just looked like he had enough. I I, I don't know how else
2: to describe it. I mean, he shot two free throws. He missed them both. It was in the fourth quarter. And then he basically yelled at Patrick Beverly to foul somebody when the ball was inbounded. So Beverly fouled somebody to stop the clock. Yeah. And then LeBron walked off the floor. I mean, just walked off the floor. And uh, the uh, the reason given later was that he had tired legs. Or sore legs.
3: Uh, so, yeah, it was left leg soreness. Okay, sorry.
2: Left leg soreness. Yeah, get it right, Chris. I don't know. Since when did great athletes get forced out of games because of sore legs? <laughs> that doesn't seem like quite enough. I, I can't see too many hockey players begging off
3: the ice. Because they have sore legs. Oh, my gosh. Did you see what happened to Evander Kane the other day? We're going to talk about that in the Big Five. All right, we will. In an and hour. And I did hear about that. But,
2: uh, no, I just – i I'm not – look, LeBron obviously is more injured. The thing was is if you're watching the game at all, and I was watching in the fourth quarter, they were down 10, 12 points to the Clippers, and they never made a run. They never got back in the game. Uh, and Mark Jackson, who was doing the color commentary, kept saying it over and over again. And it was early in the fourth quarter, and he kept saying, LeBron James is the only guy on this team that's performing. And he's he's basically having to try and bring them back into this game by himself. Mark Jackson said there's no way he can do this. No. He's 38 years old. <laughs> he's got to get a little help. And, you know, they're basically running the offense through him every single time down floor, and there's just – there's. <laughs> There's just not anything more he can do. And it was almost on cue that LeBron James quit the game. I mean, basically saying to Mark Jackson, who was broadcasting, you know what? The guy sitting over there broadcasting is right. Man, I can't carry us by myself anymore. Where is Anthony Davis? He got 21 points and nine rebounds, and his numbers looked terrific, but he had no impact on the game whatsoever. None. And I I just think, first of all, I think Anthony Davis is incredibly overrated. I can say a few of these things because Tony's not here. <laughs> but I think he I, might agree with you at this point. He might. I don't know. Davis is one of the great 75 players in the history of the sport. People talk about him going to the Hall of Fame based on his college career and winning an NBA championship. Anthony Davis looks like a He looks like a dog that you just took for a jog. He looks tired? He just looks tired and dizzy. He doesn't look interested. He doesn't look engaged.
3: It's very strange.
2: He looks to me like he runs up and down the floor, and as long as he gets his 20 points and nine rebounds, he could
3: care less what happens after that. Isn't he just basic? He he had five
2: fouls. He's lazy on defense. He doesn't affect the game at the defensive end of the floor. Turned it over three times. The only guy who turns it over more than him is Westbrook. I, the Lakers are in big trouble. And, you know, 2-9, and nine, I said when they were 0-4, let's give them a little time. Well, all right, we've given them another seven games. Here's the thing. They have the second-worst record in the league. The worst record in the league is Houston, which is 2-10. and 10, But at least Houston has a bunch of young, up-and-coming, fresh-faced, eager players. The Lakers are two and nine with a bunch of old, tired guys that don't really want to play anymore. I, it's a it's a really bad situation if you're the Lakers right now, and you're and you're a Laker fan because I think it's going to get a lot worse. I mean, these oh, guys. Yeah. The, it's not like somebody's coming back from injury to save you. You've spent all the money you can possibly spend on Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And to say that LeBron's not playing as hard out, he is. I mean, I'm just saying last night it was just it was just kind of odd to see an NBA player walk off the floor and just kind of go back to the locker room and everybody's like, what's going on? And then, you know, you find out he had left leg soreness. That doesn't, you know, at least make up something better than that. I pulled a hammy or something, and maybe I'll be back in the next yeah. couple of games. But Anthony Davis is the one I blame for all of this. I, I know Westbrook gets all the blame because he turns the ball over all the time and runs around. Look, he had nine assists last night. Westbrook was getting other people involved. He can't shoot worth a darn. I mean, 0 for 3 again from the arc. But Anthony Davis is supposed to be one of the best players in NBA history, and he's in his prime. So he has no excuse. He should be showing up every single night, not just putting up numbers, but affecting the outcome of the game. And he doesn't do anything close to that. So, it's left to LeBron James to try to do it all by himself. And LeBron's
3: wearing out already 11 games into the season. That's not good. I mean, he he had to have known that this was what was going to Maybe not this bad, but he had to have known it wasn't going to be good this year. Well, it's I, I don't know that anything can necessarily take away
2: from the resume of LeBron James. I mean, after all, the guy's a four-time Finals MVP. I mean... <laughs> You're not going to be able to do a whole lot better than that. He's led three different franchises to an NBA title. But even as bad as Jordan got at the end, he didn't play for the worst team in the league. I mean, LeBron James, right now, somebody's got to tell Anthony Davis, dude, you play for the worst team in the league. You need to do something about that if you're any good. Anthony Davis looks like if you told him that, he'd just say, get lost. I don't care. <laughs> I won my NBA title. I'm a superstar. I'm one of the 75 best of all time. I don't have to put any effort. I don't see a lot of effort from Anthony Davis. Anyway, Clippers roll the Lakers 114-101. Clippers are 7 and 5, so they're starting to get a little healthy even without Kawhi Leonard. I mean, what's the Lakers excuse? Clippers don't even have Kawhi Leonard. At least they're 7 and 5. They're treading water.
3: Lakers are they're sunk. Trying. Lakers are sunk. It's over. Season's over. LeBron Might be James. a little early to say that, but it doesn't seem like it if you watched him play last night. LeBron James out for the rest of the season with left leg soreness.
2: <laughs> well, how how much longer will it be before Anthony Davis has to sit out with back soreness? Oh, I'm sure it's coming He's soon. already missed a couple of games this year with that malady. You know what
3: I'm uh, tracking over here, Chris? I've been a little no, quiet. No, I don't. What are you tracking? Well... Nick Martinez was supposed to make his decision on whether or not he was going to opt out of his contract by 2 p.m. And I, I, I was waiting before we said anything about it, but we still haven't learned any news about him. Okay. That makes me think the Padres are trying to work on a deal with him. I hope so. I hope so as well. But I just wanted to mention that because it's Nick 30. Martinez
2: is in my starting lineup for next season.
3: <laughs> is he your starting pitcher? He's yeah. Okay. He's no.
2: He's a shortstop.
3: I'm oh, moving oh, Kim okay. to DH. Perfect, perfect. But yeah, I just wanted to say that because now we're 30 minutes past the deadline. Haven't heard a thing. But as yeah. soon as we hear something, we'll bring it to you. All
2: right. We'll let you know. When we come back, way too early projected Padres opening day lineups. If you'd like to include yours, send it to at Matt Scraby. It is Chris Ello, It is Matt Scraby. It's Gwen and Chris until 430 today on 97.3 The Fan. Can you ever really get enough of 97.3 The Fan? It's a good thing I sped up my voice there because this read would take a long time at that original pace. Catch up on anything you missed. Ben and Woods, Coach Quintera, or our show, Gwen and Chris, podcast right now on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I know uh, many people uh, did not get to hear the A.J. Preller interview we did yesterday at the beginning of the show. If you still haven't heard it want an update on your Padres from the general manager himself, you can listen to that interview anytime you like. Go to our webpage, at 97.3thefansd.com or check it out on the Odyssey app. But you can listen to our... It was a pretty good interview. We did a nice job. He did a nice job. Yeah, he actually... And you will feel uh, much more informed yeah. once you listen to it.
3: He did talk about Nick Martinez, and he did say he kind of lumped Nick Martinez uh, into the opt-out category, which is why I'm so nervous about this uh, non-news, for 38 minutes and 43 seconds after 2 p.m. After Chris. the deadline. Yes. All right.
2: Well, we'll find out what happens with Nick Martinez, but... Uh, We'll also find out what we think is going to happen with the rest of the Padres roster heading into the start of the season. Our topic on the table, as it were, the way-too-early projected starting lineup for the Padres on opening day
3: 2023.
2: (sighs) So So who are they playing?
3: Um, Probably the Diamondbacks or something, because that's who they always play. No, they're not. Oh, you, you do know? No, I don't know. But oh, I know they're is it not The playing. Giants, maybe? No. You do know. I think I know. Give me, let me see. What, what do you think? I think they're playing
2: the Rockies next year to open the season. My but goodness. I could be wrong.
3: In Coors Field
2: or what? Well, I have the spring training schedule. Not good.
3: That's not going to help us at all? Yes,
2: they open on Thursday, March the 30th at home with the Colorado Rockies.
3: All right. Easy win, easy win. Yeah,
2: four games in a row with the Rockies and two with Arizona to begin next season, all at home. All right. Then they go to Atlanta and the New York Mets right off the bat.
3: Hey, get that out of the way tough road trip early next season and they're also traveling to every city or well not traveling to every city eventually playing playing every team in
2: baseball next year according to the new schedule in which everybody will play
3: everybody and they play the cubs in the first month which that's good why is that good because i feel like they always play bad when they play at wrigley field in the middle of the summer i see all right well they'll get an opportunity
2: to play them at the (laughs) uh, end of april next year yes yes all right so what do you have for your way too, pro,
3: way too early projected Padres opening day lineup? Scraby, I'll let you uh All right. We leading off, first. we'll talk about the leadoff hitter. Mine isn't very different, but it's a little bit different. So I have Jerkson Profar returning to the team playing left field and leading off. I think that he knows I, – I think that he wants what he deserves in the money realm. I think the Padres are going to appease him with that. And I think that he's also going to realize that he wants to be with this team because they're going to be winners, and Fernando's coming back. He has a good relationship with Fernando. Uh, Unless some team comes in and throws a ton of money at him, then I see him returning to the Padres.
2: So you got Profar leading off in left field. Yes. All right. Continue. I think it'll be easier to follow if each of us do our lineup one at a time. Oh,
3: okay. I got you. Because otherwise
2: we go back and forth and be
3: very confusing. And then we can go through some of the lineups being submitted on Twitter, at Matt Scravey. Juan Soto is in the second spot playing right field. Manny Machado, third base. And then here's where it gets a little weird, Chris. All right. In the cleanup spot, the Padres in my way-too-early lineup are going to go out, and they're going to sign Jose Abreu at first base. He played a bunch of. uh, He played 120 plus games at first base last year. He also can be a D8. Chicago White Sox Chicago White Sox. He hit over 300 last year. His uh, war was, I believe, above four. He's a professional hitter, as they say. Yes. My fifth. Batting fifth is Jake Cronenworth at second base. Batting sixth at DH, I think Brandon Drury will probably, probably come back to the Padres just because he can play so many different positions. And I. I hope that Brandon Drury can be the guy that he was last year. Okay. Uh, my seventh spot, we have Hassan Kim playing shortstop. Okay. My eighth, I don't think they're getting rid of Trent Grisham. I believe that he is going to work his entire offseason on trying to get better at hitting. And Trent Grisham's going to play center field. And then here's a little bit of a shake up. I do think that Austin Nola will be on the team, but I think that they're going to start Luis Campisano. There uh, yesterday when we were talking to AJ Preller, he said that he's progressed really well. They're very happy with what he's doing. He's playing winter ball, and they also said that he's done he's done a lot of good AAA stuff. So I think he's going to be a starter on Opening Day.
2: Scrappy's Opening Day lineup: Jerks and Profar in left field, Juan Soto in right field, Manny Machado at third base, Jose Abreu mm-hmm. at first base. Jay Cronenworth at second base. Chris Drury.
3: Brandon Drury.
2: Chris Drury is
3: the hockey player. We said that a couple About a hundred <laughs> times.
2: Uh, Brandon Drury is the D.H. Hassan Kim, the shortstop. Trent Grisham in center field. Luis Campusano catching. Yes. Uh, who's on the mound?
3: Uh, you Darvish. You Darvish. Yeah. Right. I think they stick with you. He had such a strong end to the season. There's Scraby's uh, projected opening day. All lineup. right. Let's
2: hear yours, Chris. All right. I'm going to lead off with Hassan Kim at shortstop. Really? Yeah. They're going to be playing the Colorado Rockies. Kyle Freeland. A left-hander will be on the mound for the Rockies.
3: So I'll oh, go with okay, I see how you did I'll it. I'll go with
2: Hassan Kim uh, leading off and playing shortstop. Batting second, Juan Soto. Uh, batting third, Manny Machado. Batting fourth, I had the same thing you did. Jose Abreu. Uh, it's a name that I uh, understand from what I've been reading yes. and hearing that A.J. Preller is interested in. Uh, you know, you are going to have to spend some money on a free agent, but uh, I think they're going to lose some free agents, so they'll have some money left over. I think Bray would be looking really good in the middle of that lineup. I have him in as the DH batting cleanup. I can't read what that says. So okay, go well, ahead we do have a Nick
3: Martinez uh news. Go ahead and give me it. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Man, I, I ruined this. No, anyway. it's breaking news. This is big. What do you have? I have Kevin Acey tweeting, Nick Martinez has opted out of his contract. He is a free agent. He is a free agent. Okay. That doesn't mean he's not going to be a Padre. He's just going to be looking to get some he's money. He's going
2: to be looking to get a lot more money, and he's yeah. probably going to get it. So, All right. Uh, we'll talk about that Thank you a for bit. that update. Yes. Yes. Very good. Back thank, to the lineup. Thank you to Kevin Acey for that update. He was the one who really had the update. We just <laughs> that read too. It. <laughs> we just read it. We didn't really have yes, the update. This is true. Uh, all right. I got Jose Abreu batting fourth, as you do, but I have him as a DH.
3: Okay. Now you had him at first. Base. Yes, I did. So uh, Kim leading off. He's a little bit older for first base, but I looked at his uh, how many games he played last year. He played over 120. So no, I figured. he's still
2: he's 36 years old, but he can still get around all right. Uh, so Kim Soto Machado Abreu batting fifth for me, the Padres' new left fielder. Yeah, with Jerks and ProFar leaving is uh, Brian Reynolds. Jerks and, and
3: ProFar leaving.
2: Yes, according to my opening day okay. lineup, I have ProFar leaving and Brian Reynolds coming ah. over from Pittsburgh, a guy that the Padres or at least their fans have been dying to get for
3: a long time. So let's say we get him. There's been uh, there's been some smoke around that name for a while with the Padres. For
2: quite a long time. Uh they'd probably have to work a trade which Padres don't really have any trade chips left, but I'm making it happen magically anyway. (laughs) Hey, you never know. Uh, Batting sixth is Jake Cronenworth at second base. Batting seventh is my
3: catcher. My catcher. I know where you're going. The one I want, Wilson Contreras. The one you asked about yesterday. I
2: asked AJ, let's go get Wilson Contreras. He didn't seem to hop on
3: the bandwagon with me. Or maybe he was just playing. He might have been playing coy. Yes.
2: But I think the Padres can use an upgrade at catcher. Contreras would be an upgrade but that would mean they'd have to sign both Abreu and Contreras in free agency that's asking a lot Yeah, uh, batting 8th my first baseman he returns Will Myers much cheaper oh. contract but uh, he returns to the Padres Will the thrill does not leave he opening day plays at first base and batting ninth and last Trent Grisham in center field I All don't right. believe they're going to give up on a gold glove award winner
3: So I don't believe they Two-time either two time gold glove award winner all right. uh,
2: Darvish will start. Uh, the other th- pitchers will be Musgrove and Snell. Nick Martinez will be re-signed as the fourth starter. And the Padres will not go get a free agent pitcher. They will just... Uh make do cobble
3: together something for a fifth starter yes so you think that Nick Martinez is coming back as a starter he's not going to come back as the guy he was last year with the high st- leverage th- spot guy th-
2: no i think what he wants
3: would be as a starter yeah he right? told us that in spring training last well, year so
2: that's what the Potters are going to have to
3: promise him if they're going to get him back maybe they did maybe that was part of his thing like well, i mean he has the leverage to say that to he's them he's going
2: out as a free agent now he's uh, he's not going to you know he's opting out of his contract so, yes, he can go somewhere where he's going to have a chance to be a starting pitcher, and I think the Padres can give him that opportunity the same as anybody else can.
3: Yeah, they are looking for a fourth starter. so Fourth and fifth starter. Fourth so Nick Martinez, starter. to me, would
2: be perfect there. Uh, in my opening day lineup, the Padres not only parted with Jerks and Profar, but they parted with Brandon Drury, Josh Bell, Mike Clevenger, Sean Manaya, all of them gone. But um, if you can replace that with... Uh, Jose Abreu and Wilson Contreras, I'd be pretty happy. Uh, pretty yeah, that, happy would be, that, that would be, that would be I good I think my signings. lineup is probably a little too good. I, I, I don't know that they're going to really – It's mean, okay. It's I'm way adding, too early. I'm adding Abreu, Contreras, and Brian Reynolds. That is really adding quite a bit. <laughs> that, that is, is adding, adding quite, quite a bit. A bit but, so. hey,
3: if, if someone could pull it off, it's A.J. Preller. Yeah, that would be a
2: lot to pull off. A lot to pull off. But uh, that's my opening day lineup. Can you write it down somewhere? So that we can actually laugh at this?
3: Yes. Four months from now? I have some other news that the Padres just tweeted. We're getting a bunch of news right now, Chris. All right. What do you have? Do you want to play the sounder? No, it's not.
2: Come on. I want to hear the sounder. Okay,
3: fine. Make it a bigger deal than it is. All right. All right. Here, we go. Here we go. Make it a big deal. Let me Whatever put this, this is. down. Let me put this down. Whatever this is. Hey, ho, wait. can't wait. To hear this breaking news coming into this the sports huge. news desk here on yes. 97.3. The fan, this can be huge. What is it? The San Diego Padres have tweeted, what? and I'm going to be reading from the tweet. Please selected the contract of Pedro Avila or Avila. I don't remember. Avila, Avila. Declined the club option on Will Myers for 2023. We already knew that. Right. Jerickson Profar, Nick Martinez, and Robert Suarez declined player options for 2023. We already knew that. Okay. Something we did not know. Austin Adams cleared outright waivers and has elected to go to free agency. So it doesn't look like he... Is going to be returning to the team. All right. So that's what the Padres just tweeted. And that out. was huge. Information. I know. I know that was big stuff. I feel really up to date now. All right. So things are moving
2: <laughs> fast and furious. Uh, okay. So I wrote down your lineup. Let me. Uh, uh, in the per- break, I'm going to write down yours. All right. You can write down mine in the break. What were some of the other? Uh, some,
3: some of the, of the other, other lineups I got. Yeah. Had? It was. Uh, this comes in from Garza Javi03 on Twitter. Okay. Uh, leading off, Hassan Kim playing shortstop. Juan Soto, right field. Manny Machado, third base. Anthony Rizzo playing first base, cleaning up. Okay. J.D. Martinez, D.H.ing, batting fifth. Oh, I looked boy. into J.D. Martinez. Yeah. Uh, he's just going to cost
2: a lot of money. And I, I and I don't want J.D. Martinez because I don't like his nickname.
3: What? Oh. Okay. Do you know okay. what? Yeah, you don't. You know say what? It. The, yeah, it. I know. I can't say it. <laughs> I can't say what his nickname is
2: because it's it's too racy.
3: radio. It's a little bit too racy. Um, Man, Javi is making some big changes. Number six, Jay Cronenworth playing second base. Seventh in left field, A.J. Pollock, former Dodger, White Sox. All right. Austin Nola catching in eighth, Mm -hmm. and Trent Grisham in center field batting ninth. He said, book it.
2: All right, that's his opening day starting lineup. He's adding J.D. Martinez and Anthony Rizzo to the squad, and also A.J. Pollock. He's at least as hopeful as I am that they're going to be able to add three players to the opening day lineup. Uh, All right. Rizzo. I have
3: more news. Okay. Um, Breaking news? Yeah. Well, let's hear it. I'm just confirming no. the account. Oh, you're just confirming,
2: confirming, what confirming what you're... the account? I'm confirming
3: the account because now you can buy a check mark, and that's been going around. Okay. I have confirmed this is the correct account. So You let's think com- so? I think so. Let me I hear the so. sounder. Or- that's not the sounder. Ow! I'm holding a laptop and trying to click and read at the same time. Here we go. <laughs> Chris, thank you for allowing me back into the into the studio. We this have show more is just uh,
2: taking off
0: here.
3: We have more breaking news. What do we got? John Morosi from the MLB Network. And the Twitter account that I'm looking at has 417,000 followers, so I'm believing it's him. He says, "Source." Robert Suarez and the Padres are in agreement on a multi-year contract.
2: Oh, that would be great news.
3: That's big news. That would be great news if that is correct. Source from John Morosi, MLB Network, Robert Suarez and the Padres are in agreement on a multi-year contract. Of course, we have not confirmed this. The Padres have not said as much. So these are all rumors. According to a tweet from John Morosi. We made that clear. I'm just making sure. We made that clear. Before I get the DM saying that we promised them... Aaron Judge or something. All right. I'm looking up on the uh, oh, there MLB he is right there.
2: screen, and there's John Morosi talking right now. Can't hear what he's saying at the moment, but uh, he is tweeting that that's great news, if that is correct.
3: That is great news. The
2: Padres have worked out some sort of deal with Robert Suarez to bring him back. That would be a very good start to the offseason, as far as I am concerned.
3: All and right, thank you, you have- to a couple of the tweeters out there for, for sending me that tweet as fast as they did, at Titans Pods. Sneakers, they got it to you quickly. Yes, and then Griswold. Thank you. Okay, do you have time for another lineup? Yeah, I year? do actually. I just gotta find it real quick. Um, let's see. All right, here comes Mikey E3 on Twitter. Okay, leading off shortstop Kim, Hassan mm-hmm. Kim, right field Soto, third base Machado, DH is Drury. Oh, Chris, the catcher is Wilson Contreras. that a Mike, what is it, Mikey? Mikey. that a boy Mikey. Jake Cronenworth playing second base, pro far left field. Myers first base and center field, Grisham. You guys aren't too far off except no, for the jewelry thing.
2: The only difference we had is I have a Breu, and uh, I also added Brian Reynolds to my team. Oh, you did? <laughs> Brian <laughs> I Reynolds. Added, I added team. quite a few guys to my team, a couple of all-stars to my team. But, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's all right. That's fair. It's going to be much tougher to project the Padres lineup for April 21st than it is going to be for opening day. Although uh, opening day yeah. is going to be difficult. Open or April 20th, I guess, is the day that Tatis is ready to come back. So that is going to really be interesting to see where he fits based on what the Padres sign in free agency in
3: this offseason. I don't think that the Padres had any choice to let Robert Suarez get away after last year.
2: Well, he's a big part of it, and, um, you know, he got hot at the right time. I mean, the guy had a great season, and, you know, it's funny because he gave up, you know, the winning home run right at the end, but he he was so so lights out in that eighth inning. Uh, you're going to have Josh Hader. You're going to have to have people to get you to Josh Hader, and hopefully Pomeranz is healthy and comes back, and if you have Suarez from the right side. You know that'd be a nice little combo to begin putting together your bullpen with.
3: I have more information on the Suarez deal from John Morosi's Twitter account. All right, sent to me by my by our boss Adam.
2: Yes, Adam, uh, John my boss Marossi. Is listen- he's listening to the show. Yes, apparently. I That's hope good he's Adam. liking
3: the the fun that we're having right now. Uh, John Marossi tweeting: I'm told Robert Suarez's deal with the Padres is one of the largest guarantees in recent memory for a reliever without extensive closing experience. Could be as many as five years, per source. You know what this f- makes me think, Chris? What? Josh Hader is not is no longer under contract as of the end of 2023. You get,
2: oh, yeah, you have to be thinking about your closer of the
3: future. Yeah, you get Robert Suarez in a five-year deal, six-year deal, or whatever it is, and then he could be the closer after 2023, another year of setting up in the eighth inning. And... I'll tell you one thing. The closer world is going to change.
2: I'm telling you right why now. Is that? It's on its way to changing. And why is that? Because of the way the Philadelphia Phillies use their bullpen in the playoffs. They use their best pitchers in the fifth, sixth, seventh inning sometimes. You think that's going to be the trend? Yes, I think a lot of teams are going to trend in that direction. All right. I don't think you're going to see guys saved only for the ninth inning anymore. I think certain teams will still do that, but I think a lot of teams won't do that. But uh, look at the Dodgers; they won 111 games this year without having a closer once they got Kimbrel out of that
3: uh, role. I guess I'm way too traditional to even allow that to enter my mind. But I like having a closer on a team that I feel good about. I like I like it too, but I have a feeling that role is
2: going to change somewhat over time, and it's beginning to already. Slowly but surely. All right, Daily Gambit, when we kick off the 3 o'clock hour, well done on the early projected Padres opening day lineups. More Gwen and Chris on the way.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.